Hey everybody, yes, welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, I'm joined by the great Chris Schaefer. Chris, how's it going today? His eyes are very intense, Jason. I am I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Looking back over 2022, uh, it's been a good year. Has it been a good year for you, Jason? Don't, don't do this stuff. We just <laughs> messed up the recording, so Chris is trying to have the same conversation with me. Chris, I'm now in my sixth year Six of 2020-22, as I told you before. <laughs> the show and the sixth yeah. one is good as well okay um chris it is getting near the end of the year mm. there is a lot of talk about the looming recession the I think we're business, in it. businesses getting worried about advertising i am not seeing that when it comes to google ads i think that oh, is no. a sign of the strength of the platform all i see is businesses continuing to run on google ads new businesses continuing to come to google ads because mm-hmm. it works am i right yeah Absolutely. Yeah, um, uh, I, I agree with you. I definitely feel like uh, the recession is there when I go buy milk, eggs, things like that. But uh, as far as Google Ads, it is just as busy, just as important, just as valuable as it was many, many years ago. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's good stuff. I'm happy to happy to be in such a, a well-thriving industry and uh, happy to take the knowledge that I have accumulated after all these years and give it away for the price of nothing. Free. Yeah. Even with inflation, it's still free. It's still free. Still free. Chris, um, it is. It's just a different platform. It's a different kind of advertising. The other day I heard someone refer to conversion generation advertising as performance advertising as opposed to reach or awareness. And obviously there's a mix of different things you can do inside of the Google Ads platform. But the performance aspect is especially special, and um, I think something that really proves itself uh, throughout economic times like yeah, these. You know, I I like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> display is impressions and awareness and stuff like that, and that's exactly what you get. But when you when you pay for performance, what do you get? You you get the good stuff. You get you get what you want. So yeah, I um I I, li- I like that description. Google Ads is performance marketing. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking about um, a number of fundamental truths. We'll see how many we can get through, but a, a number of fundamental truths about Google Ads that will never, ever change, despite how many changes are going on. And if you can grasp these truths and not fight them, you you give yourself good odds of, of having success on this platform. I would argue, Chris, if you if you don't accept these truths, it's always going to be an uphill battle for an advertiser if they don't accept these truths. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know all of the truths that you're going to drop, the truth bombs that you're going to drop today. I'm anxious to hear them. And uh, before we do that, I want to remind our listeners about how this podcast is possible. If you enjoy this podcast for the price of inflation-friendly zero dollars, uh, please visit our sponsor at optio.com slash PSP. There's a link in the description, or you can just pull up a uh, window while you're driving. Please grab your phone real quick, open up a browser, and uh, opteo.com slash PSP. Pull that up. You'll have the ability to bypass what all those other people get, which is a 30-day three trial, free trial. You now get a 60-day free trial. Eight weeks, two months, for free of this amazing Google Ads only marketing software. This software can help you optimize and 
get more out of Google Ads by giving you amazing improvements that span from keywords to ads to bidding to locations to everything in the gambit of Google Ads is there. You will like this software. I guarantee it. And if you don't, you pay the same price that you're paying for this podcast, $0. Great deal. That's all we do here is give great deals. Optio.com slash PSP. Thanks, Chris. Chris, what's going on with time? Is, is time just moving really quick to you? You're getting too? older. You're getting older. It happens. That's what, yeah. You'll wow. experience it. Yep. You look back, you're like, oh, that was a year. Oh, that was three. Oh, I've been married for 20. Wow. Yeah. I'm noticing that um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As, as we close out the year here. It gets worse. It gets worse, and then your body starts to fail you. Wow. And then you start, well, too late. I was going to say losing your hair, but. Wow. Wow. You know, Chris, I was going to ask you before the show or before the segment what you're looking forward to, Mm -hmm. Um, but we'll hold off on that until maybe next week. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. let's do that. Do you ever have wind where you are? Oh, yeah. Because those trees behind you, that painting you have covering up your solid wall (laughs) that never changes. Yeah. No, it it changes, yeah. Okay. It'll be fun when it snows or something. Oh, hopefully not. You saw what happened when Texas got snow. We almost all died. <laughs> Didn't, <laughs> Didn't work Literally out. just snow, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, can't handle that. Chris, fundamental truths you have to accept about Google Ads. You have to. The platform constantly changes, but what I've seen with a lot of advertisers over the many years I've been doing this now, uh, there's certain aspects of google ads that if you don't accept them and you fight them Mm -hmm. you'll never be able to have the success that you could have oh i just saw a leaf fall down yeah i saw it too yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's not uh that's not weird that that happened for the first time right after i said that i didn't i didn't just create that yeah Yeah. um you can still have success if you fight the truths but it's always going to be an uphill battle and that success is always at risk because it could go away at any time me talking like this, this kind of line of thinking that you have to accept things about Google Ads. A, do you agree with that line of thinking? And B, is there anything that comes top of mind to you about a fundamental truth? I I absolutely agree. And um, the first thing that comes to mind, and I mean, this is an age-old battle here on the podcast, is the fundamental truth about you can't fight what the system is built to do and what the system does. For example, the age-old battle and, you know, what we we often become famous for is, you know, just dumping on the SCAG community and talking about how bad SCAGing is, single keyword ad groups, and how, how bad of an idea that is. And the reason that we say that it is a bad idea is because it goes against so many truths in Google Ads that are now a forever truth. I mean, they weren't, that wasn't true 10 years ago, but now 2022, we're living in a Google ads algorithm setting, you know, whatever the truths determined that scagging is dead. So if you go against the truths in Google ads, whatever, whatever 10, eight, whatever you're going to list, however many there are, that's the reasons why you have to decide, okay, this doesn't work. And then if you go against those, you hit failure. Things don't work right because you're trying to push back against the system. So I absolutely agree. And it seems like the trends even get stronger over time. The truths build on themselves and yeah. um, they become more cemented into the platform. It's interesting that your first 
thing that comes top of mind to you is, is scagging yeah. and the architecture of a campaign build of a search campaign. So I guess we can start there. We could give it a fundamental truth of Google ads that starting simple is the best way to do it. Um, do you have another way of phrasing it other than just, you know, talking bad about scags? Yeah, well, it's it's not really a term we use very much, but uh, a couple of years ago, we we coined the lazy man build, you know, starting with something where you assume you don't know the answers from the beginning and your assumptions lead you to the point that you need to figure out what the right answers are. So you start quickly, you start simple, you start with a broader aspect and then start to narrow as you learn the successes and failures based on the keywords and the settings and the ads that you have. So yeah, starting simple is uh it's absolutely critically important. Yeah, I almost like the line of thinking of letting the platform guide you when you yeah. start a campaign. Sure. Um, starting very open, a lot of phrase match keywords, not that many ad groups, um, and seeing what comes in and seeing the kind of searches that are out there and then building on top of that from there. So I think starting with a very simple ad group and keyword structure and a very open ad group and keyword structure is a fundamental truth that will never change because if you do that, you can always improve based on the data that comes in and improve in the right way. But if you if you don't do that and you lock yourself in a corner, um, you won't really know what the opportunities are for your campaign on Google Ads because you won't give it a chance to kind of show you everything it can do, yeah. um, if that makes sense. I agree. Totally agree. Okay, so let's talk about the second truth of Google Ads that will never change. And I'd be curious if there's pushback on this one. On a search campaign, you have to be at the top, and we'll define that, but you have to be at the top to get traffic to then get conversions. So conversions come from clicks. Clicks, this is the key thing here, come from position one, position two, position three, maybe position four, primarily position one and two, if you want traffic, you have to be at the top of Google Ads. That's where people look. That's where people click. Is there an argument to be had with that? Or is that a truth that you can't get around? The only thing I would push back on is calling it an absolute truth, because that would imply that there's no variation and that there's no wiggle room about it happening any other way. But the, tr the saying an absolute truth is a little bit too far because the fact is you can get some clicks below organic where you're not in one, two, three, or if there is a four, if you're below organic at the bottom, you might get a 0.5 click-through rate. You might, you know, in some industries, maybe a lot of traffic is a lot of research kind of traffic. And maybe you get a, like a one or a two click-through rate. That means you are getting traffic. But I think your point is not, hey, you're going to play around for a couple years in fifth and sixth position. No, you're talking about getting serious and actually like a business that needs leads in order to not starve and die. Um, yeah, I would, I'd get behind that because what company is going to hire us, you or I, and say, hey, try it out for three years. Mess around in fifth position and see what we get. You know, if you don't spend the budget, that's fine. No, nobody says that. Right, especially once you get a taste of Google Ads working for you where you put money in, you get clicks, you get leads. Those are worth more than the money you put in. My point is it's just there's only 
a limited amount of space there where people look. Yeah. Um, like I think Bing and Google Ads is a perfect example of this. You're going to get more traffic if you advertise on Google Ads, like 99.99 times out of 100, because there's more eyeballs there. And then if you show up number one, you're going to get more traffic than if you show up number three, because mm-hmm. there's more eyeballs and clicks there. But then taking it further, you're basically not going to get traffic if you don't show at some point in those top positions. Again, the only way I could see someone arguing this would be is if you run a national B2B campaign, very, very small budget compared to the overall market, and there's a ton of volume, and you can get away with a super low click-through rate showing position five or six. But my argument would be that's probably your average position. Your probably uh, top percentage is probably like 20%, 20%, and that's where all your clicks come clicks, from. That, yeah. That's what I would argue. Yeah. You might be getting a 1,000 impressions below organic, and the and the 50 that show above organic, those are the ones that get you know, 60, 70% of the, the clicks that you're bringing in. So yeah, I, I think the truth still holds there. You know, no, Nothing serious happens at the bottom. Yeah, nothing serious at all. And tell people how they can kind of verify this in their own account uh, with different segments. Yeah, so there's a segmentation option in Google ads. Uh, if you're, if you're viewing your campaigns, you can click the segment button and then click segment by top versus other. That's the little drop down menu in that segmentation button. And when you do that, you can actually see how many impressions you're getting top, which means above organic and how many impressions you're getting other, which means not top. It just means this, they're showing somewhere else. They're, they're not above organic. So, um, and now I think it was wise of Google to call that other. They kind of foresaw what's happening because there's, I've seen instances of infinite scroll now, um, both on mobile, yeah, on mobile. And, um, and desktop. I've seen it in desktop before. So now the whole other thing is like, well, it, they showed, you know, they were 16 feet down uh, once they scrolled. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah. And the, so the platform's always changing. That's something we'll talk about later. But w- one piece of good news here with the, with the, you basically can't get clicks and conversions if you don't show above organic at some point, at some point with some of your impressions. The good news is, is that I think they have done more in recent years to give everybody a bite at the apple, if you will. And, kind of run that inventory where if you have 10 advertisers, they'll do their best to make sure all 10, if they're bidding somewhere in the range of acceptability, get a chance to win, win, win for everybody. So get a chance to get clicks, which is good for Google, get traffic, which is good for the advertiser, and then connect with customers, which is good for the search user when they have something good to offer the search user. Um, But do, do you kind of believe in that theory where, they're kind of mixing the inventory, if you will, and allowing everyone to do they they do their best if someone has a relevant ad and they're giving a bid that's within a range of acceptability. If if it takes a five dollar bid and a quality score of six to show at the top and they have a quality score of six or seven and a bid of four dollars and fifty cents, I don't think they're just gonna float forever at the bottom. I think Google gives them a chance to bump up a little if people don't have budgets that spend the full thing above them giving everybody a chance within the realm of reasonableness do you think that's going on i i don't think 
I mean, or do you think it's pretty hardcore? Like if you're not I, bidding enough, you're I not think show. I think the 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 wishy washiness is more in the algorithm of the bidding, and I would hope it's not in the ad rank system. I think the ad rank system is locked. I think what what gives people a chance is when Google pushes for the automated bids, which does what people can't do. A lot of people can't physically just put a $10, $15 bid on a keyword, but at times Google will do that. They'll say, we need, we need to figure out what happens when you show up at the top. So the algorithm will put them uh, at you know $15 bid when normally they're getting $2 clicks. Or, or, hey, you as a user can't know this, but this person that matches these five audiences and is in this age range and has searched for these things and been on these kind of websites, they actually work perfectly with your individual website. Yeah. And they're very rare, but when they're there, we're going to bump you up. So maybe the, the truth holds about like bidding and quality score equal ad rank and ad rank determines who shows. But now there's more capabilities to give more people a chance to get higher ad rank because we can more because thinly slice those searches yeah because because of the um you know that's smart the black box of bidding i think that's where google makes those hard decisions sometimes that people just can't you know they're selling a five dollar t-shirt nobody's uh-huh. going to bid fifteen dollars but sometimes the algorithm will say no I, we're going to bid that and we're going to see what it does yeah it's just infinite the amount of data that they can gather and process um, yeah. Or it's getting better and better, and it's infinite compared to human being. Uh, yeah. So that's that's interesting. So the 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 third um, north star here, or the third uh, fundamental truth, Chris, that will never change. This one might be controversial. Lifetime value is your north star. So lifetime value determines everything. It determines what you can bid. It determines like the keywords you can show up on because you look at the performance of those keywords. It determines how much you can get out of this platform. A lot of people don't even get to the lifetime value uh, point of thinking, which I think is unfortunate. But how do you how do you feel about that one? That if you want an answer to your question, the answer will always be given to you via what's in the lifetime value information if you're even looking at it. Yeah, I I don't know if I'm I'm getting it right here, but I'm I'm sensing that you're saying that the value of Google ads is more than just what your cost per conversion is or, you know, that's what what I'm saying. People should take it further. Like it's not just the leads you get, but it's what percent of those leads close, what percent of those leads convert into actual acquired customers, acquired clients. Yeah. Okay. And then what is the true, not the, Oh, you sold a moving job or whatever, but the true value, like, okay, maybe you're going to get some repeat business from them the real average revenue you get you get hmm. from one okay. of those customers and some kind of multiplier for word of mouth. And if you have that number, then you can backtrack how many leads it costs to to get one of those acquired customers and you can get your cost per acquisition as opposed to cost per lead. Yeah. And okay. that cost per acquisition you compare it to the lifetime value, the average lifetime value, and then it just tells you everything. So it tells you what keywords you can bid on, what keywords you can't how much you can bid on those keywords, how much room you have to bid more, get more aggressive, get more leads overall, get more customers overall, make a smaller return, but then get more revenue because you run the numbers. So it answers everything if you're actually going the distance and figuring out those numbers, if that makes sense. I think that that is true. I think maybe a simpler truth to boil it down, and this is something that 
you know, just happens naturally. If Google Ads is working, then your business will continue to thrive. And if your lifetime value is less than how much you're paying on Google Ads, your business will not thrive and it will starve and it will eventually die. So I think that that works itself out. You don't actually have to know lifetime value, which the truth is many of my clients have no idea. They have no idea. A lot of service businesses, they say they don't know, which is unfortunate, but a lot of them don't. Yeah, And and the fact is... As long as their business continues to grow and they're happy with what they're getting, then they'll continue to advertise because naturally it will continue to feed their business. Um, you, you just can't have it any other way and continue to spend because eventually the bucket will run dry. So, yes, I, I definitely believe that's true. It's just you don't have to know what that lifetime value is. It can be inferred based on the fact that this year was better than last year. That's a broad scope, but yeah. Yeah, so basically whether you're doing it on hard numbers or you're doing it on feel, that kind of like the lifetime value you're generating from those leads from Google Ads, and of course the leads would be, you divide the lifetime value by how many leads it takes to get you one of those lifetime values, how many leads it takes to get you one of those customers. Mm -hmm. Whether you're doing it on feel, that's always guiding everything. Like, should we run this kind of campaign? Can we bid more? Um, should we bid more? Should we spend more? Um, if you can figure out that lifetime value, that the the answers they're all there for you. Yeah, it's the it is the golden standard to be at. But the fact is, it's golden because that would imply that many people are not there. It's difficult to get there. Well, yeah, and that's where a lot of edge comes from because sometimes people do get there and they realize, wow, these are actually way more valuable leads than mm-hmm. we thought in the past. We're yeah. going to bid a lot more. They show up higher going back to something we talked about earlier. They then get more traffic, more market share, their business thrives, and their competitors lose. And I'll tell you one thing. Tell me if this isn't true, Jason. Uh, some company knows what the lifetime value is. They know what the true value of a conversion is and how much they close and stuff like that. Is it not true that that company can sense something being wrong and not just sense it, but actually see it in the numbers and the metrics and the graphs and, you know, reports, they can see those things changing seasonally week to week, even and change and manipulate numbers and you know change bids, change keywords based on those. So therefore, they're much more agile in what they can accomplish, more, more so than any company who does not track that oh, conversion I've, value. I like to get there with my clients, and I've been there a lot. And that's why I'm saying it's a North Star. It's as, it's as much visibility as you can get from Google Ads, and yeah. you're playing a totally different game yeah. uh, than other yeah. people you're competing with. Because the theme I see most often is that the leads are more valuable than are generally recognized. It makes sense because you're getting in front of people who are searching for exactly what you offer, who choose to click on an ad as opposed to an organic listing, are open to doing business with you, who contact you. And it's just like they give it, they serve it up on a platter. And if you're charging the right amounts as a business, um, it can be really profitable. Let's talk about another fundamental truth. This one, people have a lot of trouble accepting, Um, but we just talked about visibility. You will never have full visibility into Google ads and what's going on, even if you're the greatest in the world like us, 
because of the black box. This is oh. a fundamental truth. It will yeah. never change. Yeah. Is that true? Do you, as one of the best to ever do this, openly say, no, I don't have full visibility. I don't, there's things I that are going on. I don't know what's going on in certain areas. You say that. And then do you see people that fight that and don't understand that? Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. That is 100% true. And the fact is that is becoming, even though you're calling it an, you know, a fundamental truth, an absolute truth, it's actually becoming even bigger and in, in, in more of a truth because the black box has grown. It's growing. It's gotten bigger. That's all so, we know about the black box. It's black, it's a box, it, and it's growing. And it's growing. bigger. Yep. Yeah. There's and more we, we that we don't know about. A box. Uh, did you ever watch Lost, Chris? Great series. Yes, recommended. I did. Okay, you did. Yeah. I did. we're the same guy. Yeah, we're just code reuse. We're the same guy. Um, <laughs> copy paste. We are copy paste. Oh, mm-hmm. there's different. He likes making trains. But you're, I like watching MMA fight. We're not that different. We're you're a similar. copy of me, though. You know when you photocopy a photocopy? Well, I'm, yeah, you're, you're in the... I came after you. I'm the original, so yeah. that's... That's what happened to you. That's fine. You're great. Yeah. You're a great person to copy from. That's thank you. Thank yeah, you. you're a great um, mock to uh, to create myself my my fake self identity from. <laughs> it's all you. I am Chris Schaefer. <laughs> I am Chris Schaefer. That's what ninety percent of our audience is saying right now in their car, in their bed, at the gym, at work. I am Chris Schaefer. I am Chris Schaefer. Let's all say it in unison. I, I am Chris Schaefer. I am Chris Schaefer. I am Chris Schaefer. Okay. Um, what I was getting at is we both watch Lost. Yeah. And they had the smoke, the the blob. Oh, what was the it called? Smoke. Yeah, the smoke monster. The smoke monster. <laughs> they yeah. didn't know what it was. They just they never, knew it was yeah. black, and it showed up sometimes. Yeah, that's all we know about it what we're cli- calling the black. Do that box. clicky sound. That you yeah. remember that? They never knew what it was, and apparently we never found out. Yeah, we never. Yeah, and that's what's going to happen with Google Ads, and you have to accept it. There's a black box, black smoke, something. It's getting more intense. It's getting bigger. We have no idea what goes on in there. Yep. And it's just as scary. But the fact is the black box. Um, it It's scary, but bringing it back to Lost, there's comfort in it. <laughs> and it's the opposite of scary because you're in this plane. And I was on a plane the right. other day. So I was thinking about okay. it. Every time I get on a plane, I'm like, I go back to that first episode. I'm like, what if I'm in the episode right now? What if this happens? Would you what want if- to be? Honestly, honestly, I think, I mean, maybe it's a personality type. Yeah. You always want to be in it. Yeah. You always want to, you always want to see if that happens to you because you're in the plane, you're in that normal life right beforehand. And then they show the scene. It's just these normal people on the plane and then boom, they don't know what happened to them, but they're on this weird, I got to go back and watch that show. Yeah. Sounds, we should. It's such a good show. We should do a podcast. I'm sure. Should we watch it it together? And then do a podcast about a rewatch of Lost. That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. Page search lost. Page search lost. Lost. <laughs> lost PSL. in page search. <laughs> that, that's a good title for the yeah. show in 2022. Lost in page search. We should yeah. change the name. We'll just make an announcement in January. Guys, we're changing the show. We're lost. Black box is too big. But I like the black box because they crash on an island. They don't know where they are. But that black smoke, knowing that something was out there, gave them a sense of purpose, a sense of hope, a sense of wonder. They're not alone in this weird island. <laughs> You're stretching Something this else so is going on. That's how we feel as advertisers. <laughs> the black box is there. The black smoke is there. It's scary to some people, but okay. to me, it's comforting right. because there's something on the other side of this platform. Okay. All right. And one day, there's hope that there's always hope you'll figure it out. And you'll, 
it will expose itself, but just like Lost, we'll probably never get there. Okay. Okay. Um, Thank you so much. That was favorite one. That was good. Do you have people that fight the black box, that don't believe it, that can't accept it and want the answers? Oh my goodness. Yes, absolutely. Anytime I go into an account that's running automated bids and has like 5%, 10%, 1% bid adjustments like all over the place, you know, and I'm like, what are you doing? You're it's, not the black box. Like you have your car on cruise control, but you keep tapping the brake and hitting the gas. You're like, yeah, let it drive. Whoa, or you're changing you... the radio stations, thinking that's going to affect the speed. Yeah, there you go. That's pretty. That's much literally what, you're doing. what it is. You're doing bid adjustments <laughs> that don't even affect anything. You're yeah. just farting into the wind. Yeah, it's just like, look at this. Going on. Yeah. I could change this, and that helped. <laughs> yeah. So, so you have people that can't accept it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Un- it's unfortunate. You have to accept it now. <laughs> Chris, I've been digging into uh, local service ads recently. Uh, the ads that show oh, up at yeah. the top above uh, the regular ads in some cases, some industries. It's really funny because a lot of that documentation on it gives you answers that we're searching for about traditional Google ads. Really? And they, yeah. So listen to this. So oh, if you boy. if you look about ad rankings and okay. local services help. Additionally, ad rankings optimizes for the overall health and diversity of the local service ads ecosystem and provides sufficient opportunity for all providers. What did we talk about at the beginning of the show about everyone getting a crack at the Apple? Yeah. They say they try to do that when possible with local service ads. They also say about local service ads, say some black and white right here, print. We're always running experiments to try and provide the best experience for users. Okay. That's what a lot of people, that's what I've been telling people for a lot about why Why are our ads not showing number one today? Why are we not showing no. on this search? Well, it could be this and this and that, but you know what? It could also be that Google is always running experiments. The black box is always running experiments. Yeah. Maybe the black box is out of control and people don't even know what experiments are being run anymore or can control it because of AI, but experiments are being run. That's something I've had to say without proof. We still don't have proof within Google ads, even though I know what's going on, but local service ads, they come right out and tell you they're running experiments all the time. Yeah. It, I feel like there could be a tagline that says Google ads, 2022 today's an experiment. Yeah. So we'll take one more and then we'll take a break. But uh, this one, I don't see how this will ever change. I don't see how anyone can argue this, but it's basic algebra it's something that if you can understand this, you become so much better uh, at the platform. Cost per click, okay. conversion rate, and cost per conversion are forever linked. There's an algebraic formula to them. And if you want to affect one of the three, you have to affect either one or two of the other two. So your cost per conversion is tied to your cost per click and conversion rate. If right. your conversion rate goes up, cost per conversion goes down. If your cost per click goes up, cost per conversion goes up. If your cost per click goes down, cost per conversion goes down. If your conversion rate goes down, uh, cost per conversion goes higher. Yeah. So it's like, if you want to affect your cost per conversion, which we all do, we all want to drop 10. We all want to feel a little more energy in the afternoon. And we Mm -hmm. all want to make our cost per conversion a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Even if universal. you don't run ads on Google, it's it's universal to the human condition. You have two options. You can play around with your cost per click. You can play around with your conversion rate. They're forever tied. It's a formula. That's what I'm trying to convey here, Chris. Yeah. It's a formula 
that's mathematical, can this be accepted? Um, absolutely. Absolutely agree. And um, I, I especially agree with what you're talking about is that people that realize this will be better at Google Ads. I can't tell you how many times I jump into a consulting session and someone's like, yeah, we need about $250 cost per conversion, but we're getting about $500, $600 cost per conversion. And I'm like, okay. You know, and I think, well, maybe, maybe something to do with the keywords. Maybe we can do this, do that. Then, you know, I, I see, okay, really high cost per conversion. I scroll over and I look at their search impression share loss due to rank and it's like 10%. I'm like, you guys are overbidding. I mean, that's it. All we have to do is pull down the bids and assuming your conversion rate stays the same, you should see a drop in the cost per conversion because that's how math works. It's not yep. even algebra. I mean, it's like just basic math. When when this number drops, assuming the conversion rate stays the same, you're going to get a lower cost per conversion. That's it. So yeah, absolutely agree. And then you have to deal with the realm of with the, the realms of reality, where if you drop that bid, that cost per click too much, mm. volume will drop. Yep. So then you have the there other line, yeah. the other lev, uh, lever that you can pull, the conversion rate, and improving that through ad copy, through landing page, through the kinds of searches you're showing up on. But those are your the only two things you can do: the cost per click, the conversion rate. There's a lot of different things you can do to try to affect those two things. But those two things are the two things that work together to produce the cost per conversion. And if you understand that, it makes Google Ads a lot more simple. It's not easy because then you have to figure out how to affect those two things, but it makes it simple because you know where to focus. Yeah, beautiful. On this break, I'm going to focus on you, Chris. I'm going to say I am Chris Schaefer over and over. Even if you can't hear me saying it, I'm saying it in my head forever from this point on. And many people in this universe are now. So you have that energy flowing towards you, Chris Schaefer. Okay. But we'll take a dance break. We will all become Chris Schaefer. And we'll be back right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you that you have the opportunity to take advantage of a amazing offer from optio.com slash PSP. There's a little special window that pops up when you go to that URL, open chat window, and then you tell them, hey, I'm here from the Paid Search Podcast. Chris told me about this amazing tool, and I, I frankly, you know, I trust Chris, I'm going to try it. I've been listening to him for years. I'm going to try it. He says to try it. So I'm going to try it. You're going to like it. Okay. Talk to those people. Tell them that I want to try it. Give me two months for free. They'll do it. They're contractually obligated. We have put them in that position. Take advantage of it. Optio.com slash PSP. Okay. Thanks, Chris. So let's talk about another one. This one's uh, pretty, pretty simple, uh, but it is, it is very true. You can't control how often you see your ad, and that's become stronger over time. It's simple, but it's something a lot of advertisers struggle with. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that, except like in the super extreme situation where there's infinite 
budget available, like where you could, you know, you're you're bidding on super extreme targeted keywords, exact match, and you know you essentially have endless budget, and you you can pretty much guarantee that you'd be showing up in first position. But honestly, that almost never happens. And I've, I've, are you hardcore? Uh, I've never run a hardcore campaign. Like I'm that. hardcore. I know. I know you are. I I've done that a lot, honestly. Yeah. And, I've seen um, I've seen it, and frankly, it terrifies me. Well, what I'll, what I'll tell you is, it's still you don't see your ad every time. Still, one, yeah, I still. thought that there would be a point. Okay, uh, okay. Well, then that, I believe you. No, unlimited you. budgets and bidding the most you can possibly humanly bid. There were Nine, still be there nine hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents, right? You can bid a thousand. You can bid up straight straight one thousand. I'm pretty okay. sure, yeah. Okay. And honestly, guys, inflation, growth mm. as a as an alphabet shareholder, let's take it up higher. I mean, I got yeah. people that want to take it higher. So yeah, fifteen. Let's go. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Two thousand. People got to get leads. We got to eat out here. Um, you still won't see your ad at all sometimes. Wow. Now, does that okay. come back to the IP and they're like, we don't see you clicking on the ad. We don't serve ads to people yeah. that don't click. I don't That's know. That's it. That's it. Um, yeah. Is it that they give everyone a bite at the Apple? Is it that sometimes for some searches with some users that are in some audiences, you you don't have a good ad rank. You don't have a good quality score on that search. Um, and someone has a extremely higher quality score because like we talked about earlier, that very rare match that the system can match where like, Someone falls into seven audience buckets, and it's like, oh, that's a perfect click. That's a ten out of ten for this other advertiser. Um, they're they're bidding fifty percent less than you, but they're going to show higher on this one search. Um, it still happens, and you won't show up number one all the time. But the thing is, there's a difference between what's reality, which is the columns you see in your account, absolute top percentage and top percentage, and then what you see optically in your own search results with your own uh, browser. And they're very different. So my my thing is always just you gotta let that go. Why don't you see your ad? I don't know. Could be a million reasons. It's a black box, but look at the data inside the account, and that's yeah. where it'll guide you. I completely agree. Okay, you you won me over. I thought that maybe there's a situation, but okay, I believe you, Chris. You'll like this one. Search terms matter. This is a fundamental truth about Google Ads that will never change. Searches matter. The searches you show up on matter. Okay. That one feels that one feels like a gimme. That feels like a layup. Uh yeah, I agree with that. Well, it's so it's so easy to Chris, I've I've been someone who's strayed from that over the last 6 years oh. I've had in the last 12 months. Oh, shame on you. Well, I've been I told you it's been a long you, you've year. You've been running you've been yeah, it's it's 2027 for you, but you're still in 2022. I, so, I don't talk about you shouldn't talk about alien encounters, you know, in public. Right, being abducted. because people, yeah. Uh-huh. But I got abducted, I think, by the Performance Max aliens. <laughs> and they I'm kinda, so glad you're back. Yeah, it took me a couple months to get back yeah. from that. But <laughs> if you saw the experience I saw and went through what I went through on the UFO with the Performance Max, you'd be doing a lot of Performance Max That's for the next so 60 funny. days, too. I, I mean, I've just been kind of ignoring, you know, like the past couple months of you just ranting and raving about Performance Max and... I was kind of like, oh well, you know, you do you. Um, no, I'm still, I'm still there, and it's working out really, really well uh, in a lot of accounts. Okay, it's just um, my point is the cert, the other side of 
Google Ads to search. It still it's, matters. It still matters. It okay. still matters. I hear and, you. and the idea of showing up on this exact perfect search, and yeah, people are going to do looser searches, and Google knows more about the user over time. That's going to happen. But if you have a storage facility in Fort Worth, and someone searches self storage Fort Worth, you can't get away from the fact that that's a good place to show from here to the end of time. Like you want to be there. So the yeah. search terms matter, and we can never forget that, even if we're abducted by a PMAX UFO. Oh, you said it. Oh, you said PMAX. I love that I told you I got abducted by aliens, mm-hmm. and the thing that draws you out is that I said PMAX instead of Performance Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what really bugs me the most. Uh, some, some things just, you just don't shorten things some way. Another fundamental truth, will this ever change? It seems like it should change because it seems so limiting. But let me know if you think this will ever change. The only chance you have to communicate with the search user is your ad copy. Absolutely. You can do stuff once they're on your site and give them different messages and show them why they should convert and fill out a form or call. But initially, the only chance you have with them is that ad copy. Like, doesn't that seem limiting? And a little sad, but at the same time, will that ever change? I guess you could argue like now you have image assets Images. and stuff like that, but yeah. it's still that ad, that block on Google ads. That's all you've got. And so you you better have good ad copy and good assets. I, you, you could make the argument that call ads effectively have no ad copy. Um, it's just a giant phone number in the face. They, they, but they do have copy with them, you know? Like yeah, uh, they, they do I mean, have descriptions. That's that's a stretch to call it ad copy. I mean, it's so. You know how we're always saying little. people don't read ads that often, and they can't mm-hmm. read, and people just click. Yeah. Click. What if we're, what if we're just the losers out there that don't that don't know how to read at age forty and age thirty uh, thirty four? What if we don't know how to read and everyone else does, and we, and we people just picture us on our phones going click click. <laughs> they read a little bit of the call yeah. only, but even that, that's all you have. I mean, that's all you have. Yeah. Will that ever change? Jason, at this point, I can't I can't say for sure. Maybe at some point you pick your keywords and it just and automatically you pick your person. Yeah. You pick your person. Yeah, yeah, maybe that. But I guess my point is, Chris, the the importance of ad copy. The importance Definitely. of taking that seriously, making sure that works, taking the time to add to images and all that kind of it's stuff. It's the only communication that you have that's outgoing before they click. It's the only opportunity you have to show them. To catch our attention. This is what you're looking for. Click here. Or on the opposite side, click here if you're interested in a product that starts at $300. You know, oh, you're, you're looking for shoes? We have amazing shoes. They start at $300. Oh, you don't want to pay $300 for shoes? Okay, don't click here. So it's your opportunity to both qualify and disqualify your traffic. It's your only opportunity yeah. in terms of communicating to the search user. So important. That's it. Before you pay, you can pay and then tell them, hey, these, these shoes are $300. And then you're in trouble. Right. So let, let's talk about the final truth that will never change with Google Ads. And that the is name? the... The name, right? No, that's not a fundamental truth. <laughs> yeah, that will never already, change because it's already, already changed. changed. <laughs> yeah. That's changed. That's uh, a joke. That's big a change. Joke. Yeah. Big change. Good change. AdWords yeah. sounds so old. So what is that? Is that Google? We don't know if that's Google. AdWords, yeah. how do you spell it? Is it two words? Is it one word? Boom. 
Google ads. Yeah. I agree. Ad, ad, get your ads on Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The answer is always, let's run an experiment. Oh. Because that's what you sound like when you say, Chris. That, But that's honestly the only answer that can ever, that should ever be given. It's the yep. only valid answer to everything. I am Chris Schaefer. I am Chris Schaefer. Let's run an experiment. I am that's Chris it. Schaefer. Let's run an experiment. The answer to should we try this is yes. You should try that. You should test it. You should run an experiment. You should try it because you never know. Should we change the pricing in our ads? Let's run an experiment. Should we change the landing page? We take people. Let's run an experiment. Should we go from manual to target CPA bidding? Let's run an experiment. Yep. Absolutely. Can I give one piece of advice out there to everyone, Chris? That's what you're here for. To all the Chris Schaefer's. you're supposed to. That's what you're here for. Absolutely. Give lots of credit to the statistically significant portion of the experiments where they tell you if they have enough statistically significant data or if you have enough data to make it statistically significant to implement the experiment or to make that change fully or not. Because I've been burned by not listening to that. That might be a significantly long experiment then. Well, the keyword is it needs to be a significant amount of data to make the statistics significant. Because otherwise, even if you don't think you're flying blind, you're flying blind. Because I've been in spots where we change the landing page, we run an experiment, the data looks so convincing. Like it's a 50-50 split, but the conversion rate went from like 3% to 7.5%. Hmm. The conversions went from like 10 conversions over that period to like 21. And you're like, yeah, what are we waiting for? We have a gut feel that the new landing page is better. That's why we're trying the experiment. The data looks pretty. We made the change, Chris. And then like a month later, the results were worse than before. Because it wasn't a statistically significant amount of data to make the change. And even though it looked pretty in the short term, it didn't actually tell wow. us anything. And so I like sticking to that data or at least at least knowing what you're getting into if you don't listen to the to what the experiment is telling you. At least okay. if you know what you're getting into. Okay. Absolutely. I'm 100% with you. Jason, you have dispensed some phenomenal uh truths i i believe and agree with all of them thank you so much excellent uh excellent list and what was our total how many were there eight. total eight fundamental, eight fundamental truths. truths yeah okay all right put them on your walls write them above your head posts and uh jason if they want to reach out to you how do they do that rothmanppc.com what about you chris i am at the one and only chrisschafer.com there's a link for both of us in the description chris we're recording this in early december it's a winter day doesn't feel like winter yet no what's what's the rest of the day looking like for you i have absolutely no meetings i have nothing except grinding and building new campaigns for those hungry hungry clients that have reached out to me at chrisschafer.com lunch what are you eating oh tuna i mean tuna that's what i eat I don't have any goldfish. I can't keep goldfish in the house. It's unhealthy. <laughs>